Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, it's been fun sharing out of the book of Romans because Paul is so straightforward to the Romans. He is so right on, and he is telling us to be careful about judging, to be careful about how we live and how what we're showing people, to be careful to live by example. He's told us the day is near. He is coming again. Are we ready to go? And he certainly is not interested in us judging others, but encouraging others and living for Jesus ourselves. The greatest example you can be is to be a living witness for Jesus Christ. I hope you are. Our Heavenly Father, today, give us the power from on high to live for you. Lord, help us to love you, to serve you. And God, just never get discouraged. Encourage us when we're down. Help us to help those that so desperately need help. Help those that are they have some needs that are just before them. Lord, we hear needs every day, all the time, about people that are struggling. Lord, be with them. May they turn to you. May they see your power. May they sense your Holy Spirit in their lives. And Lord, if there's people out there that feel like they're judged, help them not to feel that way. And certainly help people not to judge them that makes them feel that way. That they would just love you and know that you'll forgive them and you'll walk with them and they'll grow in you and they can have a daily walk with you. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for the opportunity to share with these dear people. Lord, bless them powerfully and mightily. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this is chapter 15. I think I said I was going to go through 13 and 14, but I read 21 verses of 14 yesterday. So I want to go to 15 to close this week out because I I just think it's another one of those that are just very important because it speaks to the things that we should be doing. As he shared with the Romans, things that they should be doing. We need to hear these things and practice these things. I hope that you're practicing the truths we've talked about this week. It's been pretty heavy. If you've listened, it's been pretty heavy, and I hope that it's I hope it's hit home. And and, and please feel I'm never I'm not judging you. I would never judge you. But if you're living in sin and you know it, you know, get out of it. Say, Lord, forgive me. Help me to turn away. Avoid the very appearance of evil. My dad used to tell me that growing up and my mom. They said, son, avoid the very appearance of evil. If you know there's a possibility of some bad things happening, don't go. Don't go to that. I was in the sports field, and, and uh, you know, they'd have parties and this and that. They said, if you know there's going to be uh, some issues there, don't go. And so I didn't. I did not go to a lot of those things. And so then I was kind of known as the church guy, you know, the, the Christian kid. But I'm glad. I'm glad I stayed away from that. I loved it when I had my... Two early years in high school at Greenlee Friends Academy. I love that. I've talked about it a lot because I was around a lot of Christian friends. And today, my best friends are from the Greenlee Friends Academy from years ago. And that's why I support the school. It helped change my life as a ninth grader. I, it helped me to focus even more than what my parents had taught me. I was able to, to learn and grow and be around Christian people. And I'm telling you what, 
I enjoyed that. Then I went back to Caldwell High School for the last couple of years of school just to play uh, basketball and such. And and boy, was it different. <laughs> it was different being around so many that that uh, did not serve the Lord with all their heart. And, and it was a mission field for me. And I've tried to make it a mission field. And God opened up some great doors. But I'm so thankful for the first two years that I trained. If I mean, if I had to do all over again, everybody always says, oh, you'll probably do the same thing. No, I probably wouldn't. I probably would have stayed at Greenleaf for all four years because I just love the school. I love what they're about. I love that Jesus is a focus. I just It's just a part of who I am. A lot of my DNA is connected to Greenleaf Friends Academy, and, and so I'm, I'm very thankful. So utilize those opportunities wherever you're at. God wants to use you. So he says this in chapter 15, we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak. We ought to put up with the failings of the weak. Not to please ourselves, to say, uh, pat us on the back because we are so good, but to try to help them and encourage them, to bear with them and not condemn them. So many times people do not come to church because they're condemned by the church. They come in and they find out about their lives and they say, oh, man, that person is in such deep sin. They're sleeping with everybody in town. They're getting drunk all over the place. You know what? You should be welcoming them and you should be showing them the love of Jesus. You should be encouraging them instead of judging them and putting them down. We're strong. We should be able to lift up the weak. For even Christ did not please himself, but it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice that you may glorify your Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then he goes on to say, accept one another then, just as Christ has accepted you, in order to bring to praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed, and moreover, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles, I will sing the praises of your name. Again it says, rejoice you Gentiles with his people, and again praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, let all people extol him. So Jesus ministered to all sorts of people, the Jews, the Gentiles alike, those that love God, those that don't believe in, uh, those that don't believe in Jesus as the Son of God. He was trying to be that living part of their life, all of them, and encouraging them. You know, and then he says, and again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will spring up, one who will rise to rule over the nations. They're talking about Jesus. In him, the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope fill out with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope of the power of the Holy Spirit. I think that is one of the keys right there that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit is within you. This morning I got up and and I listened to, I think it was the 10th chapter of Acts all the way to the end of Acts on my Bible reading. I just listened to it, and a lot of it I saturated, some of it I didn't. But I just, it the truth of the power of the Holy Spirit 
is what moved in the people's lives. In the book of Acts, things took off because of the power and the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we know what it says, and as I've mentioned often, and I will always mention is Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will give you power and will give you courage and give you discipline that you need to be the man and woman of God that he's called you to be. The Holy Spirit is alive and real. He speaks to us in different ways. Sometimes it's very, very easy to hear. Sometimes it's very difficult. But if we pay attention and we allow the Spirit to move in our lives, we will start seeing things right before our eyes. We'll start seeing the power of God work, and we'll start following the nudging of the Spirit of God and doing things we might not have done because we felt the Holy Spirit nudged us to do that. So many times I've done that in my life and realized it was God's plan. God laid that on my heart. God opened that door. I can tell you, I've told you many of the stories, story after story, how things were confirmed. I said, Lord, you did it again. You did it again. You showed your hand. I listened. First, I thought it was in my mind. First, I thought, no, this can't be the Holy Spirit. This is just, this is just Tom. But then you, you showed me, and it was the power of the Holy Spirit working. He will give you courage. He'll give you boldness to be able to share with your friends and your loved ones. Remember what happened in the book of Acts. Christianity took off. In the second chapter, 3,000 that day gave their hearts to the Lord. I think in the fifth chapter, 5,000 gave their hearts to the Lord. And all the, the explosion of Christianity through the disciples, through the apostle Paul, moved and the church grew and spread. And here we are today in the United States, churches all over the place. And it, used to, it was said at one time that 70% of the United States claims to be Christian. Well, they may claim to be Christians, but I, I, I would venture to say that not 70% of the nation lives for Jesus. They can claim Jesus. They believe in Jesus, or they believe in the concept of Jesus. But you know what? The world is it's going its direction, and the enemy is out to take away and to, to hold back those that want to believe. Do not allow the enemy to seep in. Say, God, with you, with the Holy Spirit, I can do all things. I can be moved. The power of God's going to move. You can do extraordinary things through the power of God. He'll give you words when you don't have words. That has happened to me on numerous, numerous, numerous occasions that the Spirit of God showed me something that I that I didn't wouldn't have known on my own. He just he brought me out of something. I remember one time speaking to a group out of the Wild blue, and I did not have anything really as prepared as I should have. And all of a sudden, man, the Holy Spirit just took off. I just felt so moved by the Spirit. And it was a tremendous time with these young adults. And, and it was because it was God. It was because of God and His Spirit moving. You know what? He will in your life, too. It's just a matter of believing and calling upon Him and allowing His Spirit to move and change us. You know what? God has great things in store for you. He wants to use you. He is so, let me tell you this. He is so glad that you listen to Christian radio. You say, God is? Yes, he is. Because you're hearing truths from the word of God, from all sorts of speakers, all sorts of great guys. You get to hear from Pastor Jim before me. You get to hear with Pastor Shepherd after me. You get to hear all, all the time, all these different, there's all sorts of great speakers 
And the question is, are we listening to God's word through them? God uses us. I hope he's using me as an instrument to love you and to show you God's truth. Because, man, he's he's got a sincere plan for us. I want to see the movement of God move in this valley to take off like it's never taken off before. And we see churches multiply and people come to know Jesus. People of God, you're great. And you know what? Minister to those that so need you to minister to them. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.